Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, so nice to see you yet again. Lovely to see you as well, my friend. I have a, a, a bookshelf behind me. I just want to acknowledge that this is really my bookshelf. Usually I have some sort of green screen craziness, but I, I decided to just give you guys a peek, you know, under the curtain. So to well, speak. I'm very excited to see that you have books that looks like you've opened them. <laughs> no, here's the secret, Mike. Buy your books used. Oh, they genius. all look like they're opened. Oh, yeah. yeah. This guy, man, he's, <laughs> he's pouring over these things. These things are tattered <laughs> and torn. What's really sad is uh, I have two stacks of books next to me that are the new books that I bought and have not read. And they're huge. It's it's sad. I wish I could just sit around and read all day. I'm the same way. But right now, we only need one book. One book. The book. The book. Right. (laughs) The coaching habit. And we haven't read the the second part, right? Say less, ask more, and change the way you lead forever. Yeah, that's bold. <laughs> it's bold, and it's not wrong. I mean, yeah. it, this these are it, the the book is filled with these seven questions that we're going through in in this podcast series, and uh, and a number of tips, uh, some of which we'll talk about uh, two episodes from now. Uh, but I'm telling you, this stuff is so solid, and the managers that uh, you and I have worked with who have employed even just a little bit of these, uh, it, it is a game changer truly a game changer. Oh yeah, so I have fallen victim to the protege effect. So the protege effect says that the, the, the best way to retain and use something is to go teach it. Yeah. And so I've been out teaching this for a while and lo and behold, uh, twofold, I'm becoming much better at it. And then the yep. people I'm teaching it to, they're becoming amazingly good at it. And so just uh, you know, introduced it to a group of managers a, a month ago and just got the opportunity to circle back with them this week. And they're, I'm like, uh, you guys use any of these questions? Oh, man, I'm killing it with this one. Right. This right. one is getting me good stuff. I'm having great conversations with my people. And, and so, yeah, this, this thing is working. And then I've been using it to, to uh, more intentionally to a greater effect. And, yeah, it's just killing. It, it's, yeah. it's just, you know, all seven, uh, whether, whether you use them in series or you just pick one and focus yeah. on it. Yeah, works works amazingly well. Well, uh, I will say just as we get rolling here that uh, I heard a saying that when one teaches, two learn. And that's what you've been doing. That's what you've been doing. For those of you at home, please write that down. (laughs) It is true, though. You know, that's the good stuff. That's this is the good stuff. But but if you take this podcast and go try to explain it to somebody else you'll retain it better that's how this works you'll wrestle oh, yeah. with them yeah yeah no you're 100 you're right so so yeah we, we covered the first three questions uh the yeah. first question what's on your mind that big broad funnel question and then yeah. the, the second one that really gets you to, to the meat of stuff which is and what else yeah. And you can ask that one multiple times. You can change the phrasing on that a little bit, but you're just continuing to dig for what's a what's a root is, issue. Uh, similar to me to the Six Sigma Five Whys. You just keep asking why until you get to the point that the, yeah. this is the root the, the root of this thing. 
Yeah. And then the third question that we covered, which I absolutely love, is what's the real challenge here for you? Yeah. And so that might even get you into a, a, a you know, like I've got to the meaty topic and now I'm getting to the heart of what the obstacle is around that meaty topic. Yeah. And, and, and one thing about that that I love is that it says for you, you know, the yes. challenge here for you. So in other words, wherever you started on this funnel, you've drilled it down to at least something hopefully under this person's control. And now mm -hmm. we can, you know, that's what you want to coach around is the actual, you know, the, 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 the actual problem, the actual issue, and, and not just sort of over here on the side um, with, uh, let me, let me say that another way. It's got to be about the person. Mm -hmm. It can't be about an exterior problem. It's got to be about the person to grow. Well, the author, uh, the author, who's got a wonderful first name, he's, uh, he's got a term for that. <laughs> and so he is, he calls it coaching the ghost. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you're, if we're not talking about you, if we're talking about something else or someone else, right. Yeah. You know, I need someone else to, you know, if we're talking about, you know, them and they're not in the room, you're coaching the ghost. Yeah. And he says, it feels good. It sounds like coaching, but it, you can't control it. So you're not helping anybody. It's, it's right. so this question, you're exactly right. The focus on you, that means this is something that is in the scope of my control and it's within my power to change. And so, so that brings us perfectly to question number four. The, the question, uh, question number four is, what do you want? Yeah, this is really powerful because you're, you're basically helping this person get some clarity around what it is that they actually want as an outcome to, to this particular challenge. So we're not hooked anymore. That was the, the, the expression I was given when I was in my coaching training was, you know, if you're coaching the ghost, if you're coaching some external problem, you're getting hooked and pulled away from the actual person in the room. Mm -hmm. well, now that we're focused on that person in the room, what does that person want? And it's time for them to just reflect on that and get some clarity on where they really want to be with this. Oh yeah, and and you can ask this question in multiple ways, right? What yeah. what would you see as the the best outcome if this was to to work out? What would be the end result? There, you know, there's a, there's a million yeah. ways to ask this question, but but yeah, uh, Michael uh, asked this question: What do you want? And, and now we get this expression, and so now you, you, we talk about you know goals and things like that. We've got we've got as Covey says, begin with the end in mind. So now I've got the end point. Right, here's what I'd like to see happen. Here's what I want. Here's yep. what I'm driving towards. Yep. Once you know that, then yeah, figuring out all the steps to get there uh, becomes a, a great conversation. Yeah. And, and if anybody is listening to this and feeling like, you know, I missed it. What was the, what was the magic question? It really is. What do you want? Because what you're doing there is defining that future state, but you're not there. There's a gap. And that's where you coach is you coach to the gap. You, you try to help the person connect the dot from where they're at now to where they want to be, mm -hmm. um, which is where this next question comes into play. Oh, yeah. Um, and I asked the fourth question yesterday. It was talking to somebody. They were struggling with sales. I said, so what do you want? Mm -hmm. And they said, I want to be more organized. Yeah. And they saw that, that their efforts were while they have skills and talents and they're periodically inconsistently doing good stuff. They know mm -hmm. that if they executed it more consistently, it would be better. Yeah. And so then we had this wonderful coaching conversation around getting more organized. And, and yeah. before I left uh, that store that day, 
uh, you can see actual concrete steps that the person was taking to become more organized and, and, and execute consistently the sales behaviors that have been successful right. for them. And so what do you, you know, and I, I would have never expected that answer of all the things that he, this person could have said, you know, be more organized. It's like, okay, we can work on that. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is great. Well, and, and so, so you've, you've sort of spelled out the fifth question there. The next question is, you know, uh, Michael Bungay Stenier calls it the lazy question. How can I help? Uh, and, I'll, and I'll warn you, uh, you know, a coach, a, a certified coach would probably be doing a disservice by asking that question because, you know, what I really should be asking if, if I'm not your manager is, uh, you know, how could you address that issue or something along those lines? Because um, I'm not supposed to be the one stepping in to help. You're the one that, you know, you've got it within you. You've got the resources around you to get it done. You don't need to be dependent on me. But this is a podcast for managers coaching their people, uh, colleagues, coaching colleagues. And you do help each other. You do live together. You, you do have some dependencies on your, on your, uh, your network uh, within the organization. So this is a 100% appropriate question. Uh, and the beauty here is that it keeps you from giving advice. How can I help? You know what? Uh, this time management thing that I mentioned, um, I, I need a planner. I can mm -hmm. buy you a planner, right? Or I do need training. Okay, I can give you training. Now I'm going to put my coaching hat back on after I'm done, you know, giving you some training. And, and we're going to talk through what did you learn from this? All, all the questions here apply. Um, but but you're you're drawing out what the client actually needs and wants. You're drawing out what's in that gap between where they are and, and where they want to be. Oh yeah. And, and I, I seldom ask this question as a, as the third party coach, exactly like right. you're talking about. I'm not in the organization that you don't report to me day to day. And so this question is not as appropriate, but yeah, as a manager, it's one of the key tenets, right? My number one job as a manager is keep people in the right frame of mind. Yeah. The number two job is to remove obstacles. Yeah. And so if yeah. there's an obstacle that's keeping you from, from achieving this, and the reality is most managers tell me that, that 90 plus percent of the time, there's nothing that the manager can do. Uh, you know, this yeah. is the, the per, it's on the person to change. It's, you know, they have all the tools, they have the resources. It's up to them to decide to do something different. And that's where yeah. you're trying to help them to make those decisions. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a wonderful question. And most of the time people appreciate you asking it but it doesn't, it doesn't put a monkey on your shoulders. It doesn't put it to do on the person who's asking the question on that manager's uh, back. Right. Well, and you recall uh, Greg Tansky, one of our mentors, we reference him a lot on this podcast, but uh, Greg used to say, you know, you're not turning over the keys to the asylum to the inmates. That's, that's not what's happening here. You're not opening up this terrible Pandora's box um, for two reasons. One is, like you said, most of the time, people aren't going to uh, need this Herculean burden from you. You know, I need, I need a 50% raise. You know, that, that's not going to happen, right? They need little things typically. But the other thing is you can say no. You know, you can say, how can I help? I need a raise. I can't give you a raise. Let's talk about what we can do. That's, that's an appropriate conversation with your manager. So um, anyway, don't, don't be afraid of this question. Yeah, yeah. Lean into it. It's magnanimous. It's Mother Teresa-like. Yeah. There's a real good chance that you won't have to do anything. Right. That's cool. It's lazy. Yeah, yeah. A lazy I like question. This. I like this question. The, uh, 
are we allowed to say asylum? Oh, oh my. I'm, am I triggered? <laughs> we'll, we'll edit this out later. Okay, all right. I, and I don't know. It may be acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. The, uh, all right, so question six. This is, this is the one I've been using the most here recently. Oh, uh, yeah. This one is the money question. This, one this, is, is, this is the rubber meets the road question. Right? So the whole world, right? Everybody that you coach is like going to add something. I'm going to, I'm going to start this. I'm going to come to work a little earlier. I'm going to, I'm going to be more organized. I'm going to make calls. I'm going to make five more calls a day. I'm going to, everybody's adding. Yep. You have to ask this question. And the question is, if you're saying yes to this, this additional thing that you're talking about doing, what are you saying no to? That's it. That this, is it. This is golden. It's, it is gold. I, I'm always ashamed of myself when I don't ask this question because you know what? I've, I I realized that we didn't actually reach a commitment, right? We right. we talked about a cool thing, uh, but you know we haven't come up with a plan, and if we haven't come up with a plan, then we're probably not as committed to it as we think. It's a great idea. It's a utopian ideal, but we don't actually have something that's going to be rubber meets the road. Right. You doing all these extra things, right? We get so excited about that. Um, here's what I'm going to, you know, and you're hearing yep. it. You're hearing all the things you want to hear. Like, oh, oh right. that's what I was hoping you'd say. Right. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be more organized. I'm going to journal all my behaviors and then that I'll have a better sense of what I'm doing for the day. I'm going to make additional yeah. calls. I'm going to structure my, you know, yep. that is, yeah. We were like, this is great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and we may even jump to the, the timeline question, right? So when are you going to start? Oh, I'm going to start on this day. Right. right. Great. <laughs> the reality is this is going to come in shock to everybody. Everybody is doing something 100% of the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. No one is not doing something at any point in their life. That's right. The question is, is it a productive something or a non-productive something? Right. And, you know, Covey calls it the circle of concern, circle of influence thing. Yeah. So, so if you're doing something 100% of the time, if you're going to add something, then, then you know, the, the laws of physics say something else has to be taken away. That's right. And so, and, and and a lot of times it is that non-productive thing. So if you're, you know, so the person says, oh, I'm going to make five more outbound prospecting calls a day. Fantastic. So if you're going to say yes to five more calls, what are you going to say no to? That's right. Um, and, and they always have an answer. Yeah. The, the, the standing in the circle, socializing and BS. Yeah. The, Less time the, on my smartphone. It's yeah, a, yeah. Instead of hour lunch, I'm thinking 45 minute lunch. Right. Right. There's, there's. I'm gonna free up some time. Yeah. To do this thing, and if yeah. you don't do that, because you are already busy, if you don't decide what you're gonna get rid of, so that you can add, the add is less likely to happen. Th- that's right. That's right. Now the seventh question, as we as we wrap up this part of the conversation. I will say the coaching habit book lists this as the seventh question. And I will give you a, a quick pro tip. Pro tip. Pins Both. ready. Pins at the ready. Sometimes if you have no clue what's happening in the coaching conversation and you think you're just going nowhere and you're maybe midway through the conversation, go ahead and ask this question, which is, he calls it the learning question. What was most useful to you? In other words, halfway through, you could say, well, so far in what we've talked about, what, what's been most useful to you? 
and you are going to be shocked by the fact that you have no idea what they're saying. Like you, you, you would have never guessed in a million years that the thing they say is the thing that has been impactful for them and valuable for them and is the thing they want to run with. But if you ask it midway through, what was most useful to you, then you can circle back through and say, oh, great, wow, well, well, if that's been most useful to you, how can I help? Uh, if, you, if you're going to say yes to that, uh, what are you saying no to? You, you can continue the conversation a little farther. So there's my pro tip. It's a phenomenal question because it's always a surprise what they say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here I think I've delivered this brilliant soliloquy on this topic, and I've trained, and I've provided examples, and I said one little sidebar thing. And yep. then I asked this question, and it's the sidebar thing. That, they, that was life-changing. Right. You know, that was so, so uh, like, I, can, I don't even remember talking about that. Right. Did that, did that, did that. Was that this session that that came up? Uh, right. You know? But for some reason, that, was, that spoke to their pain, that spoke to their discomfort, yeah. and, and it was the part that they latched onto, and it was of value to them in the conversation. And, and I'm always like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and you I can't had ask this. Yeah, I, I had one this week, right? So we're having this wonderful managers meeting, all the managers are there, and we're talking about we're talking about coaching. We're talking about, you know, doing coaching and stuff like that. And you know, I wrapped up with this question. This you know, what was what of this session, what was most useful to you? And the one guy goes, um, being in the room with other people. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And he goes, this is the first manager's meeting we've had since the pandemic. I oh. miss I miss trading ideas with yeah. my peers. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm like, I didn't see that. If you'd given, if you'd said list the top 10 things that came yep. out of that that was of value to the participants in that session. Yep. Wouldn't have made the top hundred list, right? It just it, I didn't but, I didn't realize that. I didn't know. Yeah. And if you're going to be the coach, you, you know, this is a question that helps you get into their head a little bit about what, what actually is happening there. What, what is the thing that they're, you know, really, that's really blossoming. Um, and if you ask it at the end of the conversation, it, you know, you, you get that and it, it helps them basically review the tape on what's just happened and then maybe take that inside and go apply it elsewhere in their life. So it's, it's a thing that really does allow growth. That's why he calls it the learning question. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and an action item came out of that. So the the, uh, the the leader of this group said, yeah, that was something that evaporated during the pandemic. We we miss it. it we It's caused us issues not doing it. We'll put it back. And yeah. it was his comment that, that led that hadn't to happened. the discussion of we have to put mm -hmm. this back. This was, this was worthwhile. And we obviously... We miss it. We're, we're not as good because we're not talking to each other in this in this kind of format. And, and so, yeah, that wonderful little question, you know, that recap wrap up question actually led to a very important action item. All right. So we're putting a pin in this right now. We're going to come back and talk about some tips of what this looks like. Um, but let me challenge you. Um, listener, what has been most useful to you? out of these two most recent podcasts, I would argue that if you pick just one question that you said, wow, I'd never thought about using that, that's what I would go try to implement. And you're going to have to say no to something to say yes to implementing that question. But get muscle memory on one question, try it out, experiment with it, wrestle with it, and, and grow as a result.
Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a, a wonderful handout. We'll we'll see if we can link to it. It's got the seven yeah. questions on it, and and I I always give it to the managers. I encourage them to to tape it to the wall, put it in a drawer, yep. put it on their desk pad, something where it's where where they can just glance over to it. Yep. And and the exact same advice. Just pick one. You, know, yeah. you can't be good at all these. Pick one that you think will be most applicable to the majority of your conversations that you're having with your people. And then, and, and it's worked. I, I, when I circle back, they, it's interesting, just like the last question, they all pick a different question. Yeah. You know, even though it's the same management team, <laughs> they've all picked a different question. Right. They come back and they, they tell me, and I've had no one say, this didn't help, right? This, right. This, this, yeah, everybody comes back and goes, this is getting me better stuff. We, we feel pretty confident that these sessions that we're doing right now are going to be game changers for you. So with that being said, mm -hmm. we'll, uh, we'll stop talking and let a beautiful, beautiful man with a gravelly, lovely voice take us home. Yeah, who married way above his head. Let's do and that's a wrap. It doesn't take a genius. The blog dedicated to reducing the irreducible. Next time, prime numbers. What makes them so special? Join us then, and thanks for listening.